We've got more reports on the San Francisco 49ers quarterbacks. It seems to be a weekly occurrence. Now Albert Breer on Trey Lance, who might be the number two, who might be the number one in week one. And if Trey Lance has gotten an opportunity, a fair shake to be an NFL quarterback, all that more coming up on today's Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers. Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you as always at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to the everydayers. We appreciate you. Make sure you're subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. And of course, you know what day it is. And that means you know who is here. If you're watching this on YouTube, you already see him on the screen. So let's bring on today's guest. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. Croc vibing on the music there. Uh, did, did I you... grew up on that, man. Price is right. Every day, 10 o'clock. I, wink, I haven't had a chance to ask you this because you are a game show aficionado. You've been on Wheel of Fortune. You've been on The Price is Right. Pat Sajak's retiring, man. I know. Who do you think should take over that gig? And are you I mean, available? I'm free. Yeah, you. I was going to say, I, they haven't called me yet, but if they're listening, like, I'm free. Give me a call. I'd love to take that. He did it for like, what, 30 years, something, 40 years? Like some crazy number. He's been doing that thing forever. What a what a fun job. <laughs> you know, you show up, You they do like five shows in one day. It's crazy. Is Pat Sajak the greatest game show host of all time, Wink? I think so. I mean, he's just done it solid every single day, you know, for how many years now, right? And he's done it right with Vanna, too. Like, he left for a little bit, remember? He went and did his own talk show for a little bit, and uh, that didn't work out. And yeah. he went right back to his bread and butter. <laughs> Trebek, I'd say Trebek, Pat Sajak, they're in the God tier of Bob hosts. Bob Barker was up there, too. Oh, Bob Barker, for sure. He's in that, he's in that group, 100%. Yeah. I want to start with the latest from Albert Breer. A number of quotes he was on with Colin Cowherd. If Brock Purdy can't go to start the year, they don't need a long-term starter. They need a short-term starter just to play a couple weeks before Brock Purdy. And the idea is that Sam Darnold might be a better fit for that role than Trey Lance. So if that's the case and Brock Purdy's already the one, then what the heck is Trey Lance you know, doing on the roster, essentially. Um, so I, I want to go to this quote first, and, and I'm going to go true or false here for you guys, and you guys let me know what you think. And tell me which one of these things set off your BS meter. From Albert Breer with Colin Coward, he said, I think Sam Darnold might take the first snap of training camp, and now it doesn't mean Trey Lance can't come back and work his way forward, but I think they've, I think that they feel that they've already given this guy a lot of chances. So um, actually there's two, I think there's two true or falses there. One, do you guys think that there's any reason why Sam Darnold right now after OTAs and minicamp would already be quote unquote leading anything if there's actually a competition between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold? Seems like an easy one, right? I mean, it just, it, there's no reason, right? I mean, you, you invested all this stuff in Trey Lance. You keep saying we want Trey Lance to be the guy. Why are you going to all of a sudden be like, okay, Sam, you can have the first, team reps like let's go no this is trey lance's team right now like until brock birdie gets back you got to give him to trey lance i don't think it's trey lance's team right now so i, I don't think they care you think it's wide open they don't trey care lance who takes it does well i think we've already identified that there's really nothing at this point trey or sam darnold could do 
to unseat Brock Purdy as QB Agreed. one or week one if Brock Purdy's healthy. So and they, I feel like personally they've kind of just moved on from the thought of Trey Lance as the starting quarterback or like this future long term quarterback of the team. So if that's the case, then I don't think mm. they care who is the guy that's under center week one in the sense of what they gave up for Trey Lance. Right now it's yes. who's just going to win this QB two job. Yeah. I think so the hubris of, of Shanahan and Lynch won't won't allow that to happen. I think that they still want to be right about Lance. They still want to you know be like, okay, this guy was our guy. We we backed him. We gave up a bunch of stuff for him. He's gonna be our guy. So I I think deep down they do care. I, I think that they would rather him win it than Darnold. I, I think they would if if it had anything to do with them like sacrificing wins or losses. Like again, you go back to last year, they were all in on Trey Lance and they were gonna ride it no matter what. But this year, it's like we—I mean, we were kind of playing with house money with Trey Lance. Okay, well, that's that's an upcoming true or false as well, because there's a, we got to parse this out. There's a lot of okay, uh, okay. there's a lot of segments to this. So just the one that, just the fact that that Sam Darnold or even Trey Lance, and let's say it is a wide open competition, nobody's ahead. Could anybody even possibly be leading right now because of OTAs and minicamp? Yeah, I think I, that Lance would just because of you know he he's knows the playbook better i mean because then you jump right into that second part that you said right there's no possible way that they could legitimately say we've given trey lance enough opportunities yeah that's so that's that's the next one and that's kind of the big one from this and again this this doesn't come off to me as a report because every time Rappaport or Schefter or breer or one of these guys talks they sound like they're super informed and a lot of times there are they are but sometimes it's like, this is just their opinion. And I think sometimes mm. they're way off. And clearly we know sometimes they're way off. You know, the whole Mac Jones thing, right? And they were talking about that. Like, it was a done deal. And I think it's a game of telephone where they're all talking to each other, hearing the other guy talk, but they don't actually have that 100%, you know, from the from the 49ers access that's that's giving them the the real information. So, look, whatever about Sam Darnold and, um, and Trey Lance entering camp, how about that second part, guys? True or false? The 49ers have already given... Trey Lance a lot of chances. Gosh, that's a true and a false. They, essentially, call. they have when you say a lot of chances. I don't know about a lot of chances, but again, last year was the time where they're like, we are all in on Trey yeah. Lance and whatever goes to his development. And I remember in the offseason, Kyle Shanahan saying, Hey, I've already talked to the guys, just be patient with the process. And, you know, eventually he'll be better at the end of the year than when he started and we'll be rocking and rolling. Right. But he just has to go through whatever he has to go through. Let's do it. And now that was his chance. He broke his foot and the chance slipped when Brock Purdy came in and played extremely well. So, you know, I think we know anything about Kyle Shanahan. He, you know, he he just wants to win. He just wants to win. And he wants to do what's going to be, you know, the best for the team. And now that Brock Purdy provides that in a long-term solution, a guy that's on the, the cheapest of rookie quarterback contracts, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, we can just ride with this guy. And I know I can win with him and Trey Lance, you know, I wish the best. But right now, you know, you don't – I don't I don't stay up at night thinking, oh, man, it's, how's Trey Lance going to do at practice tomorrow? Like, I don't think that's right. on Kyle Shanahan's mind at all. It's yeah, really more so right. about – Hey, there's no setbacks, right, with uh, Brock Purdy's arm? Yeah, which is great news. I think you're right, though. I think they have given him opportunities, right? They, they've said, like, bye, Jimmy. Like, it's been fun. 
have a good time at your next destination. This is now Trey Lance's team. Here we go. They they set him up for success, right? And then the injury happened, and that's not his fault. You know, maybe it maybe it is. Maybe he should have gone down. Maybe it's Kyle's fault for the play he called. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you know, it's funny. We more debate that all day. The more we talk, the more true or falses I come up with because then I realize there's other parts of the story. Because wink, what someone would say to that is, no, they didn't. They brought Jimmy Garoppolo back. Yeah. And that's because they weren't sold on Trey Lance. So that would be the, well. That was because Jimmy they couldn't get anything for Jimmy, and they didn't want him to walk to Seattle. That would be my answer to that. That's going to be right? a situation like what they're in right now. You're all yes. in on Brock Purdy. He's your guy. They talked about not receiving trades and all this stuff for Trey Lance, but we know this team. I remember there was there were offers on the table for Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard, and they're like, nah, we, yeah. we feel like we have three starters, and we hold these guys to such a high standard. Like, dude, if somebody's offering something for what you perceive to be a backup quarterback, just take the, take the offer, especially if you like Sam Darnold just as much, if not more. And you probably like Brian Allen a lot, too, or Brandon Allen. There were some insane takes on Nick Mullins at one point in time. Some of the fan base, uh, like a lot of the fan base was treating him the same way that people are treating Brock Purdy right now. Adam but Silver, let's be honest. Ad, yeah. Adam Silver, I just saw, I want to say my guy, Vish Kamara. Mike Silver? Yeah, Mike Silver, my bad. I, uh, Mike Silver, excuse me. Vish. That'd be something. I know, right? But NBA commissioner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Silver, all right. The, the, the football guy. Vish posted a, uh, a clip from after week one, 2019, when the Niners beat Tampa, but Jimmy Garoppolo struggled, struggled through a pick six. Uh, it took multiple interceptions, ran back for touchdowns for the 49ers to really kind of pull that game out. And Silver was on TV and said, hey, if Jimmy Garoppolo continues to struggle, don't be surprised if you see Nick Mullins out there. He is a Kyle Shanahan type quarterback. Kyle Shanahan really likes him. He knows what he's going to get. I mean, that was a legit take at that time, which I didn't even know about it. But that kind of shows you right there where, you know, things can change really fast as it pertains to the quarterback position of the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah. We can get and deep absolutely. in the Nick Mullins weeds if we want to. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and we've absolutely seen that too. All right. So that's exactly. why it's so interesting when I see, and again, different scenario in the sense of wins. I would be curious to see what Nick Mullins would look like with this team and that it. and these weapons, right? We're talking about a guy who threw for the third most yards ever in his first 16 starts, right? Huge. But he had been a competent player and played with this team. And how I hear people and see all in the comments in every platform how all in they are on Brock Purdy and they make it seem like, oh, it's just, there could be no wrong with him. I'm like, mm. pump, pump the brakes just a little bit. Let, let us, you know, let us just see a little bit more to where we 100% know what we're seeing because we have seen this and not just with Nick Mullins playing well at times and how people were able, she was after the Jets and Giants game. They were like, peace out, Jimmy G, right? Yeah. Ultimately it was like, oh, no, Jimmy G, please come back. But we've seen this on other teams as well. Nick Foles has some crazy runs where there was the one when they were like, uh, get rid of Mike Vick because he threw 27 touchdowns and two interceptions in a season. And nobody's thinking about Nick, uh, Nick Foles in that realm now. And then what he did in that postseason run, going to the Super Bowl, outdueling Tom Brady, winning the Super Bowl. And then, hey, deuces, we're going to trade you. And it was an amazing trade because he's, where is he now? And he, he couldn't even win a job in Chicago. So, you, you got to kind of be excited 
I don't want to say, you know, temper your expectations and all that, but, man, just let it play out. There's going to be a lot of football to be seen. Brock Purdy is the next Nick Mullins, according to Eric Crocker, at Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter. Make sure you hit him up there. Next, guys, more true or falses. What's going on with this 49ers team with quarterbacks? Let's try to to, to fish through the BS here. And uh, what about Kirk Cousins next year? Report from Mike Florio as well. Next. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line, the over-unders to uh, who you think is the going to hit the first run, home run of a football game all on an app that's safe secure super easy to use plus when you win you can get paid instantly at FanDuel there's no better place to bet on all the MLB action than FanDuel America's number one sports book you can bet of course on Major League Baseball just about every day all summer long tons of far parlays you build your own parlays at FanDuel and look we're here doing an NFL podcast, right? So I know a lot of NFL fans could find tons of fun NFL bets for the 2023 season already. You can bet week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can bet all the way through the lines in week 17 right now at FanDuel. You can bet on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. You can bet the over-under on the win total, 10.5 wins for the season for the 49ers. Rookies of the year, uh, coaches of the year, all of it at FanDuel. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on to get the two hundred dollars in bonus bets that's fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel official partner of major league baseball all right guys um true or false that just the idea now of starting trey lance means the 49ers are gonna lose a bunch of football games false that's a weird take that's part of all of this is mm-hmm. the idea that it has to be purdy has to be sam darnold is that Trey Lance is so lost that you can't go win with Trey Lance in there. I find that part of the take to be extremely strange. Well, it's, it's definitely a weird scenario that he's in. And gosh, you know, we see all the comments. Don't make excuses for him. Don't baby him. But the situation is what it is, at least in the sense of the starts that we've seen him in. First start, you played against an 8 0 Arizona Cardinals or whatever. They were undefeated at the time and had one of the stingiest defenses. Lost that game on the road, his first start. Then he goes to Houston or plays against Houston. You win. And he actually played well. Completed 70% of his passes, threw for 250, threw two touchdowns, ran for four, another touchdown that all called back. He played well. Next time you see him, it's a monsoon. Did not end well. And then the time you see him after that, he plays two drives, albeit both drives are going in the scoring position, and then he breaks his ankle. And that's all we know of him so far. So to say that, it's just a wash. If you have this guy and you have to play him, we definitely haven't seen anything that says, well, you just can't win with this guy. At so least guys, I, here's I something. Here's something. Here's a quick question. So do you think that the 49ers might lean towards putting Darnold out there week one? Just because if a guy plays well, right? Let's say if if Darnold plays well week one, he would be easier to pull back and let Purdy start in week two. As opposed to if Lance goes out week one, tears it up, then then how do you pull him back, right? Because you've already invested so much in this guy and you got such a fan base that is rallying behind Trey Lance or maybe even the locker room. Some guys are still backing Trey Lance. Like, do you think that the Darnold thing might be like, let's do this just in case because Purdy's our guy and we don't want 
to have to, you know, kind of pull back on, on Trey Lance. I think if that's the case, you definitely have to get Trey Lance off the team. Yeah. Yeah, but I it's totally possible, agree. Right? It's possible this is, a, this is a scenario that the 49ers find themselves in right now. The, the other part of the Trey Lance thing is, and this can be a true or false as well, I'll, I'll frame it this way, does, because I for sure don't feel like I know enough about Trey Lance to make any conclusions whether he's good or not. Um, I've seen a lot of Sam Darnold, and we know he's played bad. We've seen a bigger sample of Brock Purdy than Trey Lance, and all he did was play pretty darn good. Uh, so we have a better idea of those guys can't completely, as Croc said, say for 100% certain that Brock Purdy is going to be an amazing quarterback and look as good as he did at the end of last year. But Trey Lance does Kyle Shanahan know enough about Trey Lance to make that call right now? Because I know I don't, but does, but does Kyle Shanahan? Kyle Shanahan does. And, and I think what it is, is, Kyle has identified that Trey Lance isn't his style of quarterback. And I think that's, that's the bigger issue with all of this. I mean, we can say, Hey man, like, you know, we, we've seen some good, seen some bad, right? Seen some tough losses, but ultimately I think just his style and what he's kind of being quote unquote forced into, right. Which is what you've seen Kyle Shanahan traditionally want from his quarterbacks. I don't think that Trey Lance is quite that. I, I remember mm-hmm. Trey Lance's first drop back in live action preseason game against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. He drops back. It's a play action. It's those deep comebacks. Trey Lance doesn't throw it for whatever reason. What does he do? He rolls out, throws a dart to Brandon. Now you, the ball ends up getting dropped, but you know should have been caught for a first down. Well, Kyle doesn't want the second reaction play if it doesn't have to be there. And whether that's right now or long-term or whatever, that's just kind of more of what Trey Lance is right now. He's probably going to be more of a playmaking style quarterback early in his career until he really figures out the drop back passing thing. But Kyle's like, no, I want the ball out right now. And if you're not the guy that's going to do that, oh man, look, Sam Darnold did it in practice. Oh, look, Brian Allen or Brandon Allen did it in practice. So I think those are the things that he really wants in his offense more than a guy that's going to be more of a, streaky playmaker so he has seen enough to know that he doesn't quite fit exactly what i want him to be but nick kyle's out there just looking for like a kirk cousins clone right where he's like you're not enough like kirk cousins for me so that's why lance is out i think that's what history says right if you look at first of all go back to the what the washington days he wanted kirk cousins they want mm-hmm. nothing to do with RG3, who was extremely talented coming out. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, Heisman Trophy Award winner, ran 4-3, big arm. He was plenty mm-hmm. accurate enough at Baylor. I mean, threw the ball around for a bunch of yards. It was like an explosive passing offense. He was plenty talented enough, but he was not going to just drop back and just throw that. So he completely wiped out his offense, created this totally different offense. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to fit you into this type of offense that you're going to be more prone to getting hurt running the ball but so what and maybe if you do get hurt i can bring in kirk cousins who i actually really wanted who i really like so we saw that example uh prior to him i saw the whole thing with the donovan McNabb, where donovan McNabb is like hold on like why does everything have to be like this like look can't we do these things i just came off of a 10 and 4 season and made a pro bowl 
and you're not going to take any of my advice. Your offense has to be this way. Well, McNabb struggled. And most people are oh, man, he sucked that year. Well, of course he sucked because he ran an offense that wasn't suited for him. So we've seen Kyle run an offense with guys that have a different kind of skill set, and it hasn't quite worked. And he thought because of some of the things we saw from North Dakota State with Trey Lance, oh, he can be that. Well, he's not that right now. And Kyle doesn't have time to continue to see, like, okay, well, when will he get it? Nah, man, Seth Donald knows how to at least do that, and I'm happy with that. True or false, guys, next, the 49ers and Rams are going to be playing tug-of-war for one Kirk Cousins. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Shout out to all the everydayers. Make sure you are one. Subscribe up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Make sure you check out the Peacock and Williamson NFL show as well right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Myself and former NFL scout Matt Williamson breaking down the entire league daily. All right, guys. A report from Mike Florio recently about Kirk Cousins. And this one definitely set off my BS meter. One of the big reasons uh, is because of the Nick Bosa contract. And I think one of the benefits of Brock Purdy is you have a seventh round rookie. There's, you can't have a cheaper quarterback in the NFL than the 49ers are going to have as a starter than Brock Purdy, right? For the next three years, if he is the starter. Kirk Cousins, is, there's going to be a tug of war, according to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. There's going to be a tug of war between Sean McVay and the Rams and Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers for the services of free agent quarterback to be Kirk Cousins. Nick, true or false? False. I really don't. I, I mean, I guess that's more so my heart wishing that it doesn't happen. Or it's one of those tug of wars where you're like, oh, I'm going to get you. And then you just let the rope go. And, you know, you let you let the, the other side fall down on their backside and win. Yeah. So I, I just I don't want it to happen. Like you said, if you want to pay guys, you know, and keep, you know, your number one linebacker, your number one tight end, you know, well, I mean, you know, probably not going to have your number one tackle that much longer but and you want to go out and, and pay the number one defensive end in the nfl like you can't go after a 20 30 million dollar a year quarterback like it just can't happen croc true or false true <laughs> it, it feels oh, like you're up in my it's mouth it's gonna be a lot to to truly please kyle to the point where you get him off of his love with kirk cousins i mean we saw jimmy g he came in and played well and he's like man i i was staying up Late at night, I couldn't sleep thinking about Kirk. And it's like, man, Jimmy played some dang good football for five straight weeks. And it's like, ah, Kirk, he's out there, right? He's that girl so that Kirk he never got, available? right? <laughs> you, you said what? He's like that girl that, you know, like you had for like a little bit and then she got away. It's the one that got away. Like that's yeah. Kirk Cousins, yeah. I think, in Kyle's eyes, right? Yeah. yeah. Re- remember when they asked All him about his ideal than- quarterback, he's like, yeah. well, it's not quite cool. Kirk isn't ideal, and he's talking about ideal in the sense of what would we all want in a, in a quarterback? Big, strong arm, fast, super accurate, best from the pocket. Of course you would want that. Most quarterbacks aren't that. So if they're not mm. that, what would you like? And he's probably looking at Kirk Cousins like. Okay. <laughs> hey, Kirk. <laughs> so it, it sounds like a bad thing. Like, let's take the money out of it. Okay. Take the money out of it. Do you think that there would be a chance – that they would look into Kirk Cousins. hundred percent. Yeah. With this because, team, I can never of... say, I can never say no with this team. Yeah. But I do think it's you... false. And one of the reasons is because, I mean, the biggest reason is, is probably salary, but 
Imagine how bad it would have to go with all three. The only reports right now are about how like, you know, they how much they love Brock Purdy, but then they really like Sam Darnold too and what he could be in this offense. And, you know, like after all this and they love all these quarterbacks so much that they're like, oh, never mind. We hate all three of them. Actually, we're going to go spend $40 million a year <laughs> for cousins. between cousins and Bosa, $70 million. Nah, like can't do it. Do you, you're getting say bye to bye to, um, you got to say bye to Brandon Ayuk for sure. You probably mm-hmm. say goodbye, ha- have fun in retirement, Trent Williams. Trent Williams probably going to retire. Like, what? Okay, yeah. would that open up a spot? That money's got to go to Nick Bosa. Would, what's crazy is I, he's one of the highest paid tackles in the league still. That would open up half of Kirk Cousins' salary. Mm, that's still throw another $20 million on top of it per year. Turk would have to give a discount. Like an ex-boyfriend discount. Kirk Kirk in free agency is going to make more than Ayuk and Trent Williams combined. That's I feel like he only works like in the sense of visualizing him winning Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl, if he's with Kyle and this team. Like I think outside of that is like, mm, what are you trying to get Kirk Cousins? But you know what's mm. funny is because remember the Christian McCaffrey thing too, and that side of it is also like, okay, Matt Stafford. That happened. The Rams went and got him. And then now Stafford's kind of broken down and he's going to retire. So now the Rams are going to go get Kirk Cousins. And then Kyle's going to be like, not only do I not get Kirk Cousins, McVay and the Rams are going to have Kirk Cousins. And that might like feed a little bit into the, the tug of war. Sure. Thing talking about. I'm still not buying it. I don't think it's going to happen. But I also can't say that I would be shocked at all if it did happen. But it'd have to be probably more injuries to Brock. Ah, we can't trust him. He can't stay healthy. He shows some warts this year, even when he is healthy. Trey clearly doesn't get a shot, and he's not the guy or whatever is gone. And, you know, Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. But, Jimmy hmm. Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl, and they were sniffing around Tom Brady. Yeah. I know his name is You're Tom Brady. But, again, I don't know how Kyle views Kirk Cousins in this offense and what he could be, what he could do. So – if it's at the standard that I think, then if he's available, you better believe that Brock Purdy, because he's not going to pass. He's already passed up on guys prior. He missed yeah. out on Stafford, missed out on Tom Brady, right? Sniffed around the Aaron Rodgers on draft day, right? So you look at all that and what he kind of wants, and then Kirk Cousins available, he will jump on it. It just depends on how well does Brock Purdy play. Does he sustain yeah. that level of play last year for an entire season? And I can see a scenario where he does, and I can see a scenario where there's some kind of a sophomore slump. Remember Dak Prescott. And if you throw out Dak Prescott's name right now, I saw it in some comments the other day. Somebody was like, man, Trey Lance compared to Dak Prescott. Like, Dak Prescott's terrible. I hope he's much better than that. Well, Dak Prescott was rookie of the year, 26 mm-hmm. touchdowns, five, four interceptions or whatever it was, led the Cowboys the 13-3 and three record. Should have been 14-2, but they didn't play him in that last game against the Eagles or they only played him for like one drive. So, you know, Dak Prescott was viewed much different after his rookie year. What happened the next year? Ezekiel Elliott got suspended for half the season, and Dak looked really weird, right? The team went 8-8. Eight and eight. They, they weren't. Very good. And now all of a sudden, their perception of Dak looks much different. And I'm not saying that's going to happen with Brad Purdy, but I can see a scenario where it does. And if something like that happens, not even to that extent, but you're just not as good as you thought you would be, you better believe that that they'll be calling Kirk Cousins. And they'll figure out. I think you guys are right. I think it'd have to be a lot of misses, right? It'd have to be. 
Purdy struggling. They go to Lance. Lance struggles. And then, you know, you, you don't really weigh Darnold too much into that conversation because what if Darnold comes in and plays a little bit well? He's not going to not go after Kirk Cousins because of Sam Darnold. So I, I think the only way that something like that would happen is, yeah, you, you it would kind of everything would kind of have to be that perfect storm kind of thing. You know, Williams would have to retire. You know, they, all the quarterbacks would have to struggle and, and they'd have to rework some contracts, I'm sure, to, to get that. Or maybe even Kirk. He also wants that, right? Kirk is also looking for that. Hey, I, I want to be a champion. I want to go out. Maybe I'll take a little bit of a discount to go to San Francisco because I can't imagine they could go up and get into a bidding war with another team with Kirk Cousins in the offseason. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, like maybe Kirk will take 41 a year instead of 44 a year. Or something there like you that. go. Perfect. I don't think Kirk's taking a discount. Nope. <laughs> Kirk's Kirk has, has has had one of the best um God. one of the best career tracks for getting paid so much for, for his level of quarterback play. Now he's been a five guaranteed the numbers have been fine. Um but yeah, playing it out with the two franchise tags in Washington and hitting the free agent market like uh, it's rare to see a quarterback hit the free agent market twice as an unrestricted free agent. Mm. Kirk Cousins if that happens. Looks Kirk like Cousins will make two hundred and thirty-one million dollars in his career. That that would be before this his, next contract. His next contract will that, double. Yeah, that would be before this next contract, and they said that sixth overall in NFL history among active players wow. at all positions. He's won nothing. That's a lot of money he's made. Then be, and that's the issues you run into with the Kirk yeah. Cousins type guys. I know that's Kyle's man's. When you have guys mm -hmm. like that that just can't, because they've had some really good Vikings teams. And it's just yeah. like, ah, I just need that. Can't group. do it. You know? When you got to pay that guy that much money, like the mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins of the world. But Kyle feels like he can win with those guys. Like, win it all with those guys. You can win games. Can you win it all with those guys? Kyle feels like he can We'll see. We'll see if the 49ers lock themselves into QB purgatory or if Kyle Shanahan, all he needed all along was Kirk Cousins to go win himself a Super Bowl. But uh, let's hope that happens with Brock Purdy or Trey yes. Lance or Sam Darnold first in 2023. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to wade through all the quarterback reports. By the way, I think I, I was 100% false on all of those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no way Trey's had enough of a chance to hmm. become anything in the NFL. That's a big false to me. Uh, false that Sam Darnold's had any opportunity, even if it wasn't wide open competition, to be the, the the leader for that number two job this year. False on Cousins. False on all of them. Real, real quick, what would Trey need? Just more games? Because I mean, we've yeah, we've yeah. seen like three, yeah. just time three one starts. So you're just saying for a like real chance, like more than enough chance, just. A normal chance like everyone else, right? Like just normal chance like any quarterback, like Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Josh Allen. Go find a quarterback and look at their first four games. Mm -hmm. Troy Aikman, another one. Troy Aikman, when he was good, his numbers were still crappy. Go back <laughs> and look at his numbers. They're awful. Go look at Troy Aikman's 90s numbers as a Hall of Fame quarterback. He'd be oh, the worst one with his numbers. It's insane. Yeah. But not his rookie year. Well, he did win one game as a rookie. One game. Right. Well, as a rookie, they'll tell you, well, the team was trash, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we, we got you. But uh, 
still lost mm. all those games. <laughs> I think there. it's an interesting angle, though, Wink. It does put him in a tougher spot if Trey did start for four games, yeah. let's say, or even two games, and played really well. Yeah, what Harder, do you do then? Hard, much harder to yank Trey than Sam Darnold for Purdy. Comes out 2-0, and puts up great numbers, all of a sudden Purdy's healthy. What do you do? Well, it'd be tough if you if he plays week one and is okay, plays well. Let's say he plays like the Texans game, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, okay, you know, he, he played well, you know, some shaky moments. And then the next game, all of a sudden, he just goes crazy. Yeah. That, you know, and just in football, there's a scenario where that happens. That or, would be tough to bench. Or if he doesn't play at all and Purdy comes back and he doesn't look right to start the year, people would be Goggles, calling yeah. for Trey Lance, but people wouldn't be calling for Sam Darnold. Nope. So if truly they think they've made the decision and Brock is 100% the guy, no matter what, and they 100% believe he's going to be healthy and ready to play this year, even if it's after two games of the regular season or if it's week one, then I think you do got to move uh, Trey Lance. I, I think that would it would help a lot of people in the organization and probably be easier on the fans. But it would co- it would it would there'd be a lot less content created, guys, for people like <laughs> us. Yeah. Now, thanks everybody for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you're subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. Got some news that some of the uh, that I think Stitcher's gone. Stitcher's going away. So if you're a Stitcher mm-hmm. listener, make sure you're subscribed up on another podcast app, and we will be on that app. No matter which one you choose, we will be there. And Croc and I will be back right wherever that is tomorrow. Locked on 49ers. See you.